Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs seven days a week. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded live and interactively from our live streams on YouTube, Facebook, X, and Twitch, which we do Monday through Saturday. You're welcome to join the conversation on any of our social media platforms at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is January 21st, and that means it is day 21 of the one-year Bible. Day 21 is going to start us out in the book of Genesis, chapter 42. So if you'd like to get turned there, Sherry, would you like to pray for us this morning? Sure. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, for this fellowship, and for this time together. And as we get into your word today, Lord God, I pray that you would give us your wisdom and your knowledge and your discernment in what we read and what we should do with what we read. Let it not just be pages in a book, Lord, but instruction manual for how we should go about our lives today. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 42, starting in verse 18. Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, then let one of your brothers be bound in your prison. But you go, harry grain for the famine of your houses. Bring your youngest brother to me, so will your words be verified, and you won't die. They did so. They said to one another, We are certainly guilty concerning our brother, and that we saw the distress of his soul when he begged us, and we wouldn't listen. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. Reuben answered them, saying, Didn't I tell you, saying, Don't sin against the child, and you wouldn't listen? Therefore also, behold, his blood is required. They didn't know that Joseph understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. He turned himself away from them and wept. Then he returned to them and spoke to them and took Simeon from among them and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave a command to fill their bags with grain and to restore each man's money into his sack and to give them food for the way. So it was done to them. They loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed from there. As one of them opened his sack to give his donkey food in the lodging place, he saw his money. Behold, it was in the mouth of his sack. He said to his brothers, My money is restored. Behold, it is in my sack. Their hearts failed them, and they turned, trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? They came to Jacob their father, to the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the lord of the land, spoke roughly with us, and took us for spies of the country. We said to him, We are honest men. We are no spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no more, and the youngest is today with our father in the land of Canaan. The man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. 
Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your houses, and go your way. Bring your youngest brother to me, then I will know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. So I will deliver your brother to you, and you shall trade in the land. As they emptied their sacks, behold, each man's bundle of money was in his sack. When they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were afraid. Jacob, their father, said to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons, if I don't bring him to you. Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him to you again. He said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he only is left. If harm happens to him along the way in which you go, then you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Next, we continue in Genesis chapter 43, starting in verse 1. The famine was severe in the land. When they had eaten up the grain which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little more food. Judah spoke to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you'll send our brother with us, we'll go down and buy you food. But if you don't send him, we won't go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face, unless your brother is with you. Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly, telling the man that you had another brother? They said, The man asked directly concerning ourselves and concerning our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? We just answered his questions. Is there any way we could know that he would say, Bring your brother down? Judah said to Israel, his father, Send the boy with me, and we'll get up and go, so that we may live, and not die, both we and you, and also our little ones. I'll be collateral for him. From my hand will you require him. If I don't bring him to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. For if we hadn't delayed, surely we would have returned a second time by now. Their father, Israel, said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take from the choice fruits of the land in your bags and carry down a present for the man, a little balm, a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand, and take back the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also, get up, and return to the man. May God Almighty give you mercy before the man, that he may release to you your other brother and Benjamin. If I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. The men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and got up, went down to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house, and butcher an animal, and prepare, for the men will dine with me at noon. The man did as Joseph commanded, and the man brought the men to Joseph's house. The men were afraid, because they were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time, we are brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, attack us, and seize us as slaves along with our donkeys. They came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they spoke to him at the door of the house, and said, O my lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food. When we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. We have brought it back in our hand. We have brought down other money 
in our hand to buy food. We don't know who put our money in our sacks. He said, Peace be to you. Don't be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your money. He brought Simeon out to them. The man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet. He gave their donkeys fodder. They prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. When Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed themselves down to the earth before him. He asked them of their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he yet alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. They bowed down humbly. He lifted up his eyes and saw Benjamin, his brother, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? He said, God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried, for his heart yearned over his brother, and he sought a place to weep. He entered into his room and wept there. He washed his face and came out. He controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. They served him by himself and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians don't eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. They sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth, and the men marveled with one another. He sent portions to them from before him, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs. They drank and were merry with him. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are now in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, starting in verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some fish of every kind, which, when it was filled, fishermen drew up on the beach. They sat down and gathered the good into containers, but the bad they threw away. So it will be in the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked from among the righteous and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said to them, Have you understood all these things? They answered him, Yes, Lord. He said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been made a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like a man who is a householder, who brings out of his treasure new and old things. When Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there. Coming into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon? and Judas? Aren't all of his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all of these things? They were offended by him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and in his own house. He didn't do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Next, we continue in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, starting in verse 1. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report concerning Jesus and said to his servants, This is John the baptizer. He is risen from the dead. That is why these powers work in him. For Herod had arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John said to them, It is not lawful for you to have her. When he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced among 
kingdom and pleased Herod. Therefore he promised with an oath to give her whatever she should ask. She, being prompted by her mother, said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the baptizer. The king was grieved, but for the sake of his oaths and of those who sat at the table with him, he commanded it to be given, and he sent and beheaded John in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the young lady, and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came, took the body, and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. Next, we are in the Old Testament once again, in the book of Psalms, chapter 18, starting in verse 16. He sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters, he delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They came on me in the day of my calamity, but Yahweh was my support. He brought me out also into a large place, he delivered me because he delighted in me. Yahweh has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, he has recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of Yahweh, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinances were before me, I didn't put away his statutes from me, I was also blameless with him, I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore Yahweh has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. With the merciful you will show yourself merciful, with the perfect man you will show yourself perfect. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. With the crooked, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the afflicted people, but the arrogant eyes you will bring down. For you will light my lamp, Yahweh. My God will light up my darkness. For by you I advance through a troop, but my God I leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. Yahweh's word is tried. He is a shield to all those who take refuge in him. For who is God except Yahweh, who is a rock besides our God, the God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect? He makes my feet like deer's feet. He sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to war so that my arms bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand sustains me. Your gentleness has made me great. You have enlarged my steps under me. My feet have not slipped. And now lastly, we finish in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 7 through 10. Wisdom is supreme. Get wisdom. Yes, though it costs all your possessions, get understanding. Esteem her and she will exalt you. She will bring you to honor when you embrace her. She will give to your head a garland of grace. She will deliver a crown of splendor to you. Listen, my son, and receive my sayings. The years of your life will be many. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this fellowship, for your word, for this time together, Lord. And I just ask, Lord, that you would, that your Holy Spirit would indwell us, Lord God, and that we would gain some of this wisdom that you talk about, Lord, some of your wisdom, not the world's wisdom. Because yours is is a perfect wisdom, Lord, that helps us to see the world, see each other, and see the lost through your eyes. And I just pray, Lord, as we go about our day, that you would move us, Lord, that you would convict us, and that you would give us the strength and the courage to go out into a lost world and speak your truth so that we can save more of your lost sheep, Lord, from the enemy. And I just thank you, Lord, that you love us, that you accept us, Lord, for your mercy and your grace in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.